It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. All right, welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Aaron Greger, here with another very special guest. Today, I have Brian Johnson. Brian, welcome. Hi, Aaron. Thank you. Good to be here. I'm happy to have you. You are like an OG in the in the <laughs> podcasting space. So this is going to be awesome because I can't imagine like how things have changed. You're on episode 477 now, which is really incredible. But for those of you who don't know Brian, he's the president of 7-Minute Security and the host of the 7-Minute Security Podcast, all talking about... Um, Security, cybersecurity, correct? There's some words that I saw on your website that I'm like, I don't even know what some of this stuff is. But yeah, and you've been podcasting since, is it 2013? It's, yeah, just about then. We're, we're just kind of on our seven year, I guess, podcast birth anniversary or something like that. So it's, it's nuts. It feels like a huge amount of time and yet a blink of an eye all at once. Oh, I love it. Well, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So I'd love to start with, you know, you've, you've got a great story I, I read about you, about why you chose podcasting. You needed to blog, you needed to create content, and you went down the podcasting route. Could you right. share a little bit about, you know, that moment where you're like, okay, I need content, and I think podcasting is the route I want to take? Yeah, and I had been a longtime blogger and just loved that, and I had kind of my own personal blog where I was doing movie reviews and all these sorts of things. and then kids and pets and things come along right and it just be becomes harder to find that quiet time to sit somewhere and just bang out long form uh blogs and i and i loved podcasts forever was a was in and i am currently a huge consumer of them always wanted to have them but i had some big hang-ups about podcasts in general and one was that most of them i would say that i listen to are are just too long I mean, they're just, mm -hmm. you, you, you download the episode, you look at the runtime and you go two hours and 17 minutes. Like this is, this better be really good. And then you get through the two hours and 17 minutes and you go, ah, oh, I, I really could have invested that time elsewhere. So I thought that would be, that would be my way to make a podcast that was kind of unique, but also just something shorter, kind of these bite-sized episodes. And so, so I thought, you know, I can put together in a week, I can put together seven minutes of content. And then the other kind of hang up I had about getting into podcasting was just the production time. And I just thought, you know, to sit down and cut something together really professional and all that, there's just no way I have time for that during the week either. So kind of my escape hatch to that conundrum was to just make it super in informal and just basically hit record on my iPhone in between gigs with customers. So when I really got heavy into cybersecurity in around 2013, it was a drinking from the fire hose experience. And there was so much I was learning, so much I was excited about that I wanted to share with other people who maybe were like me, where they had been long-term, long-time IT people, but were starting to get into cybersecurity and make that switch like I did. So I would just be, you know, finishing up at customer A in the morning and on my way to customer B for the afternoon. So I would just hit record on the phone and stick it on the dash and go, okay, guys, here's this really cool, you know, hacking tool that I just learned about. Here's what it's called. Here's where you get it. Here's what it got for me on this, you know, test. Here's why it's awesome. 
and that's great. And talk to you next week. Bye. And that was just my, you know, like seven minute little nugget. And that's, you know, that's kind of how it all, that's how it all got started. I love it. You didn't overthink it and it was all, and it worked. And it, so let me ask you this because I was actually just on a podcasting presentation for lack of a better term for today. And sure. somebody had asked about finding that line in a business type podcast of entertaining versus, you know, basically the, the premise of it was they're a little fearful of being too dry. And, oh, yeah. you know, in, in the terms of cybersecurity, like, you know, it, it's a tough topic and you can go very deep in weeds very quickly. Right. Yeah. So right. I would think knowing your audience is so crucial in this perspective, did you, you know, in figuring that out and, and what your audience would want and how to, you know, toe that line, did you work through any of that as you were creating the content? You know, I'll be, I wish I had like this really great business smart answer to give you, Aaron, but I'll be totally honest in that I didn't give that kind of business stuff any thought at all because I was working for somebody else at the time. So I was working for some other security organization, really just wanting to share a passion project that was fun and that I could, you know, do on the side. So I really, I mean, fortunately, I think started with just, I don't really care who the audience is. When, when I look at the stats, if I see there's more than one download, meaning it's me and somebody else, that means somebody <laughs> out there is listening to it hopefully getting value out of it. And so I'm just able to start and talk about the things um, that I'm passionate about. And, you know, it would be so different if I were to just start it fresh today. But since it was really my passion project, I didn't honestly care too much about growing it or, or ever using, I never was going to use it for like my business like I do now. So I was just completely me. So as the episodes and kind of the joke a little bit with the people that have been following the podcast for a while is that now the episodes are much more than seven minutes because we interview people and we talk about news and those kind of things. We just can't squeeze into into seven minutes anymore. But I, I was always very much myself, which is just a, a kind of a big dumb animal, and and it's full of dad jokes and that kind of thing. And I didn't I didn't care because that's another complaint I had about podcasts is so many of the hosts I felt were just putting on their podcast or TV face. And they had sort of this mm -hmm. artificial D bad morning DJ tone to their voice. And, and whenever I listen to those podcasts, I'm like, you know, one or two hours with these, with these folks every week. And I want to feel like I get to know them a little bit. Like I want to know what are some of their, you know, what are some of their bruises? What are some of their complaints and pain points about the world? Not just this happy artificial smile radio DJ face. And so I was always really transparent and I would share stuff about my family or I would try to share a, a funny story in the, in the midst of the security stuff so that yes, I could give nuggets of value and give people a, a reason to listen, but also give them a little peek into who I was as a person. And so, you know, once then seven minute security, the business was started in late 2017. I just, I just didn't change the format or the trajectory at all. And that's really been, you know, as I've had business consultants come in and try to, you know, give their advice on growing uh, seven minute security, they, you know, they've got all these opinions on like, you know, you got to be much more serious, you know, don't treat these people like they're just sitting with you as you zip down the Minnesota highways, you know, recording your podcast. And I, I still, you know, 
I, I understand their point, but I still couldn't disagree with it more. And I've, I've like not changed at all with the podcast. And the main reason is because we'll get the podcast is our bigger, our biggest source of leads for security projects. And, and one of the reasons and what, wow. one of the themes we hear from customers, they'll call or they'll write in off the website and say, Hey, you know what? I listened to your podcast. I laughed about the story you had about your parents dog, you know, taking a dump inside your house, you know, something really silly. Right. But then we also listened and it sounds like, you know, you guys are nice. You're not condescending. We like you. And so the conversation goes right to here's the security needs we have. Is there a fit from a skill set standpoint and a, and a price standpoint? And that's like the best leads in the world for a business person where I don't have to come in cold and try to put up these big PowerPoints and sell you on seven minute security. Like, they came, they're just ready to talk. They feel like they know us. And so now we're just getting to know them. And I, I mean, it, it's, it's just, it, it's been so just so wonderful to have that little podcast engine out there on the internet that is generating business for us. And I think a lot of it is just, we're, we're just going to be who we are. And and that's not going to be for everybody. And I understand that. And that's what the, these, I, I, I tease that, you know, these smart business people tell me, don't be me on the on the podcast, and I'm sure there I'm sure there's some people that listen to it and go, oh, they're being kind of goofy. That's too goofy for me. Well, that's okay. Probably I'm not the right fit for those customers anyway. And we've just been so blessed because the customers we have are are just like more like us, just easygoing, just real people that you know want to secure their organizations and um, don't mind joking about stuff and are you know fun to be around. And we've gotten to know them you know, really personally as, as well. And those are the kind of, you know, those are the kind of relationships we're looking for. So sorry, that was a lot. That was a really long. Answer no, a that was short question. So full of <laughs> awesomeness. No, I love it that it's your number one lead generator that yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm not everybody's cup of tea too. I had to take till I was about 40 to understand that and appreciate it, but yeah. it is like, and and when you're doing business with people, you know, we were just doing this with my business partner and I were going through it. Like who, who are our favorite customers and how do we get more of those versus just more of anyone? And yeah, it's that, that, you know, how you jive with those people. Did, I have to ask. So did the, did the podcast help propel your consulting business or was that something kind oh, of, I, I want to hear that story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It it was it was so amazing to have that because when, you know, we, we were I've always been really transparent in the podcast about kind of my infosec career because we try to give people advice on, you know, here's some things to do in an interview that will help you stand out amongst other uh, candidates. And I kind of talked through the ups and downs of my career a few years ago where I locked into what I thought was my dream job. And then they outsourced that whole team to India. And so my options were to move to India or, you know, stay put. And then eventually I was talking in the podcast about how I wanted, I just felt it was on my heart. Like I have to try to go on my own, at least, at least give it a year and try to do seven minute security, the business. So I sort of announced like, Hey folks, we're out there now. We got a website and we're, we're official. And I mean, out of the gate within like the first month, people heard that episode and they're like, Oh, we've been listening forever. Uh, we've got ethical hacking, you know, penetration test coming up our yearly one that we need for compliance. We'd like you to do it. And I mean, bam, we had, we had business immediately. And I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm sure it must've, it, it would have been a much slower start to just get our name out there and write, try to tell people about us and do the PowerPoint song and dance and all that. But again, we had this, this podcast, 
engine out there that announced that to people and and we had business uh, immediately i mean there was maybe a slow ramp up period of two or three weeks but i mean thank god we've been super busy ever since that's incredible i love those stories so you you touched a little bit about how it's evolved and changed yeah and i love you know it's gone over seven minutes you have the interviews it's you know not just you driving anymore but How, how, like, has there been specific strategy behind it? I know you said you've kept a lot of that originality of, of you, which I love, but you're like, okay, this is becoming a lead generator. Um, yep. Have you, what has changed? Have you added lead gen items within the podcast? Like, this is where you need to call me or email, you know what I mean? Or have you done specific things to actually be more purposeful in utilizing it to bring people into your company? Yeah, so we started, so the company got off the ground late 2017, early 2018. And then I think it was around early 2019, we just thought, you know, even though we've got this business over here generating revenue, it would be nice if the podcast brought in at least some dollars just to cover the cost of, you know, hosting the podcast and hosting the website that has the show notes for all the episodes and a little bit of our time to produce it and, and put it together. So, you know, I had kind of talked to other podcast hosts and done a bunch of Googling, and it seemed like there wasn't an exact art and science to finding uh, sponsors. I thought maybe they would come looking for you, which uh, some have, but I just went with kind of a grassroots effort approach. And I just reached out to different tech and security companies that I liked their products and services or had used them in past jobs. And, you know, you go to their website and most of them have a, you know, contact our sales group at sales at domain.com, right? And I would just write in and introduce myself and say, hey, I do this podcast. I have some some stats here on, you know, kind of our listenership and where people are coming from. And and I've, I've sort of informally polled our audience. I've never really sent out, you know, a survey monkey or anything. I've just got the stats people have shared with me, but I've just, I just said, hey, love your product. I love your service. It would be great if you wanted to sponsor us. And then I just kind of guessed at, at some tiers or some, you know, levels people could sponsor us at. So I have kind of a, a tier that's just, you know, if you want to be mentioned at the beginning of the show, that's X dollars. If you want to be mentioned in the top of the show, and then also have a 45 or 60 second ad read in the middle, that's this tier. Or if you want to do a featured interview with one of your experts about your product and service, that's that's another tier. And I'm pleasantly surprised that that got us traction with companies right away. I mean, and in, in a way, I look back and go, well, yeah, I suppose that's a great fit for them. I mean, to have somebody who already likes their stuff. But, but I thought that would keep us in line with, you know, I always wanted to be really sincere and, and partner with with products that I liked and believed in because there's so much out there for IT and security products and services. A lot of them are no good at all. And I just thought, oh, what if I'm, what if I get some of those in the door where it's like, yes, I'd like the money, but what if I hate this product? I don't want to have my name attached to something uh, I don't believe in. And so we've gotten probably, you know, a handful of maybe half a dozen sponsors that have been with us uh, since then. And they come back every year and say, Hey, I want four episodes or I want five or um, whatever. And we kind of, we kind of go from there, but I still, really trying to keep that podcast pure, I guess, for lack of a better word, where, you know, we're, we're 
talking about things that we actually like where it's not getting too commercial. And I'm really clear with the sponsors too about, you know, even if I do a featured interview with one of your experts, I don't want this to just to be a TV commercial for your product and service where it's full of acronyms and buzzwords. Like I'm going to kind of, I'm going to ask them some tough questions and I want our audience to like understand the goods and maybe even the bads of your product. And, and it's for the most part, they're like, yeah, I'm, we're, we're totally okay with that. We want honest and true conversations. And so, um, yeah, that's just led to some, you know, introductions to some great, uh, companies. And then sometimes in turn, they getting to know us better when they have customers that need security training and penetration testing, then we get some more business leads out of it. So I, you know, I think it's a situation where everybody wins. Yeah, you're getting paid to get connections to get business leads. <laughs> right. I, I mean, mean, when you look at it that way, it's like, I don't think it comes any better. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right on. That's crazy. So I'm curious about your marketing standpoint of it too, because you are in such a niche, you know, genre that I would think like you could go into associations or different groups pretty easily to kind of connect that. How have you marketed your podcast and what have you found that's worked really well as you've, you know, gone over at almost 500 episodes? I, I would think you've had some trial and error and trial and some good results. Yeah. And I, I think with the, the marketing approach has again, been really <laughs> loosey goosey, if I'm being transparent, because uh, again, these, these smart business people that'll come in and consult with me, they'll say, you know, you need a lot more structure. You need to, you know, you, you, they always tell me I need to know my audience better, which I agree. And probably in any case, you, you want to know them better, but I've always said, you know, I started this as a passion project and there are a few main things that I, I really want to, I, I get out of bed excited to talk about, and that's some of the hacking stuff, right? The talking about tools and, and ways to defend against hacking. I love to talk about helping people further their security career. So we talk a lot about different certifi certifications and training that are out there, help people pass those certs and get into a new job and at a higher salary bracket and all that. And so, you know, those are the things that I've never really strayed from uh, just from a marketing standpoint. So, so I've, I've tried to take those passions and then dig in even deeper. So when, when these uh, business people really pressured me to take a look at the, the download statistics for every episode, they said, you know, try to at least find out what has the most downloads so that, that, you know, and at least can be somewhat aware of well, gosh, what topics do we hit that people really, you know, click those links and consume that that information? And and it was interesting, but maybe not super surprising that the stuff I was most passionate about, those episodes did get the highest amount of downloads. So we have a series we do called uh, Tales of Pentest Ponage. And what that really is, is us telling stories about where we've tried to you know, ethically break into buildings, break into networks, call people and try to try to talk them out of their passwords and their their personal information. So we talk about all of all of those things, and those by far get the most traction, the most downloads, and convert people from listeners to customers. And I think my my like biggest testimony to that series of of episodes, like my favorite part about them, is that about a year ago, then. We had a company call us from, I think they're from New York or California. They called and said, hey, you know, 
We, we've been listening for years to this series where you tell the stories about hacking networks and the things that you find over and over again that you wish people would fix so that your job was harder. And we've gone into our network and we've fixed all those things. So we, so we're saying, come at us, fella. Like we're ready to have you come in and do it, you know, do That's a hacking awesome. test. Yeah, it was so great. So we went in there and it was the hardest test we've ever done. And we were, you know, it was just so deeply satisfying to be like, hey, there's this content out there. People are taking it to heart and they're using it to make their companies more secure. And and then that makes our job harder and we have to then raise our skill set to the next level. So, yeah, I guess, sorry, long answer to a short question. I think that the, the marketing has been, yeah, pretty, pretty informal, but we've, we've tried to just dig deep into the stuff we love and, and stay there. Rather than, I mean, we could go so broad, right, and be like a news show. And we could also be, you know, having these different security pundits come on and give their opinion on things. And, and we do that sometimes, but we always try to, you know, we'll do that for a week or two, then come back to the, the core. Because it seems like that's what's, that's where like the, the heart of our audience is. And, and we're talking about the things that they love. Uh, I love these stories. And I, you know, it's so funny. I was talking to somebody who was in insurance a few weeks ago and I'm like, everybody wants the horror stories. Like everybody wants to know like where, like, you know, it's like cybersecurity's exact same. Nobody thinks about it until their computer is hacked or like it's, so I think that's why those kind of those episodes probably do so well as like it, it exposes people like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of this stuff. And now this person's company is completely compromised, you know? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, I think the thing that just keeps us coming back to it, it makes it, it's, it's made the time fly is just to know that again, you know, even if somebody hears an episode and there's 15 tips in there, right. And one person takes one of those tips, changes some security configuration or habit that they have, you know, we may never know what that one change might've saved them from down the road from, yeah, having their computer hacked, having their email, their bank account, Hacked. And that's why this is like my favorite job in the world and favorite industry to, to be in because you can af- affect things, you know, small changes can just have such a great positive effect for individuals and companies. Wow. Brian, this has been awesome. I have, I wish I could ask about 20 more questions. I, you, you are <laughs> like the quintessential, like perfect story of how this truly works. And I, I'm, I'm going to go against all the quote unquote smart people and tell you, I think what you're doing is brilliant. Don't change. I think being yourself is really key because you're right. You're, you know, that ability. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, the people I listen to on podcasts are my friends and who are you going to go hire when you are, you know, for something, something serious like this, you want to feel like you, they know what they're talking about and that you like them and you trust them. And that's exactly how you, you build it. So if somebody wanted to listen to seven minute security, where is the best place or they wanted to hire you even better, but where is the best place for them to go? Yeah. If you just Google a seven minute security, you'll, you'll find us on a couple different sites, seven min sec. So that's number seven, M I N S E C.com. That's our business portal. So that'll tell you all about our different services we provide. And then 7ms.us. So that's number 7ms.us. That's kind of the home for all things to do with the podcast. So there's lots of notes there on um, the kind of things we talk about on the show. And there's sort of, you know, two separate entities, but really under one seven minute security roof. And yeah, so you got the podcast that's 
free. We welcome people to check that out. Otherwise, if they're, you know, people are looking for a deeper look at their business and maybe figure out where some of the bodies are buried and where some of the security weaknesses are, <laughs> we'd love to, to work with you and help you there too. So thanks for the opportunity to, to chat with you here and I appreciate it. Absolutely. And of course, all that will be in the show notes too. So definitely connect with Brian if you're interested in learning more. So Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been really awesome. Thanks a lot, Aaron. I appreciate it. It was fun. Have a great day. You too.